in Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to Twitter Tips for Tourism. Today, I've got a very, very special decoder. Uh, I want to pull apart what I call tweet in 20-minute chunks. I'm going to give you my system, what I do every morning. I divide my Twitter time into three 20-minute chunks. Now, I personally recommend you do this every day, but, of course, time is finite, and I understand if you can't do that. I would prefer that you do this every day, five days a week, and you will grow your Twitter account this way, completely free, as long as you dedicate the time. But another alternative, which I want to talk about today, is do 20 minutes a day, three days a week, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever suits you. Because Tracy, Ask Gadget Girl Gaynor, has actually got over 4,000 followers since we started on, on the 20th of April. And we have a, a very grand finale coming up for you in the next few weeks. When Tracy hits 5,000 followers in five months using this system, we're going to have a party. Because, you know, People just don't believe it's working, but it does work. We started on the 20th of April with 171 followers on the Ask Gadget Girl account. And today, Tracy has 4444, 4,444 followers. I'm so excited. So Tracy, we've been chatting for a long time now since April. How are you going this week and how is all of this working together as it relates to these 20-minute chunks I talk about. We'll get a bit deeper into that in a minute. Oh, hi, Keith. I can't believe that, it's, that the time has flown by so quickly. Um, I'm amazed at just how well the system has worked. The 20-minute chunks, it doesn't feel like it's durable, but it really is. And thanks to this method, I don't think that I would be where I am now without it. Yeah, well, let me, let me just decode what I mean by this 20-minute chunks, and we'll pull it right apart so that people can hit the ground running today. They can listen to this podcast and then they're off. The first thing you need to do is you need to check who's followed you and retweeted you. The second thing you need to do is you need to dedicate time to following cool people. Follow first, follow back, follow up, which we've chatted about in another podcast. And then the last thing is to do, you've got to tweet stuff. You've got to tweet relevant, interesting stuff. Now, as I said, you can do this separately on different days, but I would prefer that you do this on the same day. So we'll start with the first one, and then I'll ask you how you do this. The first thing is you've got to consciously, deliberately, at least once a week, check who has followed you and retweeted you. And the reason why you want to do that is you want to thank the people that have retweeted you. You want to check the spam, and you want to... You want to leverage the people that have gone to the trouble of following you and have displayed some interest in you. If the doorbell rings or the phone rings or someone knocks on the door and comes into your shop, you're not just going to say, look, mate, I'll be with you in a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll actually, I'll check, check back with them next Monday. Is that all right? You know, the, the idea of someone following you or retweeting you or DMing you is like someone coming into your shop. It's like someone knocking at the door or making a phone call. It's a potential client. It's a potential JV. It's a potential referral partner. It could be a potential spammer, and that's partially why you have to do it, but it could also be 
potential prospect, couldn't it? Have you found this to be the case? How do you manage your, that part of, the, of your day? Uh, I certainly do check my followers in the morning. Uh, I check them at night time, sporadically during the day. Um, if, you know, if you're standing in line and grabbing your groceries and you've got a long wait, you might as well check your Twitter. Um, I definitely try to thank every single one of the people that retweet me because if you put the effort in, the effort will be returned, uh, and including, including even just... Uh, answering your direct messages and some of the ones that you think might be spam because they've got like 20,000, 40,000 uh, heaps of different followers, uh, you'd be surprised because those people such as Keith will actually reply and say hello. It's actually one of the differentiators, isn't it? If, if you got an email, a DM from me or a person like me, then you go, ah, Keith's a real person. He actually took the time to say hello, and I want to share a really cool example that's happened in the three weeks since our last call. I have a very good friend now in Vancouver who's now one of my guest bloggers, Andrea, just the coolest person. She sent me a guest blog today, and she said, yeah, guess what? I've also been chatting to Tracy. Now, here's a guy in Melbourne, Australia, who introduces a Canuck to a Kiwi. Now, she's going to become one of your guest bloggers and maybe a friend and maybe a colleague, and maybe a referral partner for all of her friends in Vancouver, because we live in the global world. You're going to refer your friends to her, she's going to refer her friends to you, and suddenly we're all mates. This is the way Twitter works. It's a big party. And if you can spend 20 minutes a day, or every few days, just checking who's followed you, who's retweeted you, who's engaging, and making some effort you will find this is actually where the miracles occur. This is probably Twitter 101, really. I would really love you to do it every day, but I totally understand if you can't afford the time. But please do it at least once a week. So the second idea is this idea that, which sounds like heresy to most people, you've got to consciously and deliberately follow people that you're interested in. Consciously and deliberately. I followed Andrea. I found her. She's a cool copywriter that lives in Vancouver, Canada. I consciously and deliberately reached out to her. So I like featuring guest bloggers on my website. She responded. We started chatting. But that wouldn't have happened had I not have taken the time to consciously and deliberately follow. Do you do this in your strategy too? This idea of following others? Yes, yes, I do. And funny you should mention, Andrew, because uh, I followed her. And then I went on to her profile and then I clicked onto her website and I really liked the, the way that she wrote and I really liked her, her website. And then I reached out to her and she said, oh, um, I've just been speaking to Keith and Keith has just, me um, just uh, actually mentioned you. And I was like, man, this is such a small world on Twitter. Isn't it? I mean, it Melbourne, is. Australia, Auckland, New Zealand, Vancouver, Canada, all in the one sort of time zone chatting. You know, we're not physically in the same room, but we're actually DMing and Facebooking and calling on Skype. And we're, we're, we're all in the same soup, this cosmic soup. And we're all supporting each other in what we're we do. We're all supporting each other. Yeah. Andrea is a lovely person who's now written two articles for me. She's a copywriter who lives in Vancouver. Now she's supporting you in Auckland, New Zealand. And we're, we're helping each other out. And the way that happens primarily, sure, sure, in brackets, you can wait for someone to follow you. You can wait. 
okay, I'll just get up and see who's followed me. I'll just simply respond to the people who have followed me. A much more proactive approach is to say, well, who's out there? What's going on? Just in case you don't know how to do that, it's very, very simple. You start following someone, Twitter gives you three choices. You follow one of those, Twitter gives you three choices. You follow three of those, Twitter gives you another three choices. That's the first thing, just start. And then Twitter will automatically give you another couple of choices based on who you chose. People in that town, people in that career choice, people in that sort of cohort, that geographic location. You can follow people in lists. We've chatted about lists in previous episodes. This idea of having a list. I've got a Melbourne list. I've got an Auckland list. I've got a Vancouver list. I've got a Canada list. I've got a New Zealand list. I've got an Australia list. You can follow people on my lists because I've already curated. I've already done the hard yards. All the, I've done all the heavy lifting. So that's the second point. I want you to spend every day if possible, but I understand if not once, at least once a week, I want you to start following cool people. 20, 30 a day if you can, but whatever time allows, 20 or 30 is a really good number. And the third thing I really, really want to focus on is that you've got to start tweeting good stuff. No one's going to follow you or more importantly, continue to follow you if you don't share stuff. You can share stuff about yourself occasionally, once in, one in 10 I prefer, or one in five, once a day maybe. But you've got to start curating content from Muzzle or Flipboard or your friends. And this in itself does take some time, and but I, I recommend that you use a site maybe like Buffer where you schedule tweets ahead of time. And you've got to do that at least once a week. And really, I would love you to do it once a day. How do you do this part of the, the strategy and what results have you had as, as, you know, as part of that? Uh, I definitely use Flipboard and, and Nuzzle. I really like the way that Flipboard and Nuzzle, uh, in Flipboard, you're allowed to make magazines yourself. So anything that you're interested in can go into its own little, own little content curated corner. And then, of course, there's Nuzzle, where now you're allowed to make news editors, <laughs> which is another way. Yeah, so I think that it's really important to have a quick read through. If you're not a speed reader, sorry about that, but you really do need to check just in case you know that your audience might be offended by something that could be in that particular article. Mm -hmm. uh, the best thing about the curated content already, especially from Flipboard and Nuzzle, is, is that the majority of the time, the, they are sites which are always used, they're highly recommended, yeah. um, it's not gonna go to a dead link, and you know, you're, you're following, your followers will appreciate the fact that you've taken that time out to send something, and you know, once you get used to it, you find not just you are create, uh, sorry, curating it, but you're also finding out more and more about the particular things that you're interested in. Oh, it's certainly an educational element. And one thing I'd lo I love about this strategy is I mean, virtually no one will follow you if all you do is talk about yourself. Virtually no one. But there's certain people that I go on to their page every single day constantly looking for new versions of the story because I know that in the time that it's taken me to look at their page yesterday and, you know, had a good sleep overnight and then come back to them fresh, they've actually found another four or five cool articles. They've done all the heavy lifting. They're doing all the work. So I'm helping them by simply retweeting that. 
sure. But they've done all the hard yards by finding that. And so I want you to be the guy, the person that says, okay, I've got 10 articles that I tweeted out today. One of them is about my offer. And that's great because this is what I do to feed my family. But nine of them, really great articles I've researched myself and I think you might like them. You don't need to go and do this research. I'm the dude. And you want to be the dude. You want to be the guy that people, you want to be the person people come to and say, you know what, I go to his or her page because I know every morning there's fresh stuff there that I love reading. It's not and about... And then they retweet. And then they retweet. And then suddenly you're off. Then suddenly it's a, it's a global sort of cosmic dance. So let me just reiterate what I've said. First things first, thank the people that have followed you and check your spam and, and all of that sort of stuff once a day, once a week. Uh, consciously and deliberately follow cool people. You will get lots of better followers that way. And also cost, uh, consciously uh, curate really great content so that you're seen as the go-to resource in your field. Do you do this combination every day or every few days? And if so, how does that work for your business model? It works really, really well. I'm so pleased to have met so many people through the fact that I'm the one that's... Uh, not just retweeting them and then they say thank you and then we have a conversation through a direct message and then I can check their profile, see what they're tweeting, retweet what's uh, definitely going to be relevant for what I think my followers would enjoy. And then of course, uh, just continuing that as a pattern and hopefully the tweets that I make become a resource for others. And I know that it goes well when people like it or reply and definitely with the retweets. Mm. It's a good barometer. So this is actually episode 11 of Twitter Tips for Tourism. I didn't realise it was going to go this well, this fast. And uh, we, we, we're coming to the end of this, this series of uh, Twitter tips. We're actually going to keep going in various formats, probably a Facebook Live down the track. And we have one more episode coming up to talk about the grand finale. When when Tracy, when, not if, when Tracy hits 5,000 followers, we're going to have a big uh, podcast party to say exactly that, that that's occurred, how she did it, and we're just going to give it a bit of a bit of a razz up. But one thing I want to feature, I want to really give you some kudos here, is that what you've done in the last couple of weeks is you've basically taken these podcasts, we've got the transcripts, we've turned them into blog posts, but you've gone one step further. You've actually made this into a really fantastic resource that people can get via email. At the moment, it's once a day for seven days. My gut feeling is because there's 12 podcasts eventually over time, it'll be once a week for 12 weeks. Now, I'm going to tell people where to get that, but I want you to talk about this specifically because I'm so proud of what you've done here. The actual link is twittertips4tourism.com. Twittertips4, the numeral 4, tourism.com. It's completely free email system once a day for seven days. Basically saying everything we've said in the podcast, but in written form. Tell me a little bit about your inspiration for that and what do people get in that that they don't get in the podcasts? Sure. I think it was actually from talking to you, Keith, and having all this time and we've been testing things like some people have the time to listen to the podcast on their way to work. Some people just prefer the, the short wrap-up. And sometimes, you know, so if it's going to go past 500 words, is it too long? So 
the email is actually another even shorter version of our blog. Yeah, so it's, it's the main point. So today we've spoken about three main things. So if you don't have the time for the blog, and you don't definitely have the time for the podcast, then you know that you've got the three tips that we were talking about today. And then you have the link to the blog itself. And then underneath that, you'll have the link to the podcast. Yeah. So really, you're covering all bases. You, you can listen to the podcast as they were created. You can, we've done a blog post with lovely images and the, the big long transcript in long form. And now you've curated that into a lovely decoder that you yep. know you can, you can just quickly zip in and get it uh, as a, like a daily inspirational tip next the next step for us which we haven't yet explored is we're going to do the video component so you can actually see my funny face here I am in Melbourne Australia with my my various uh, variations of liveness but um, video has never been my thing but it's becoming more and more powerful and we're using a site here called zoom so the next step for us is we're going to do some Facebook lives. We're going to do some videos. We're going to do, we're going to keep it going. And I, I want to wrap up this particular episode by thanking you for being such a, a lovely student of mine and such a willing participant in my, my educational system. But it's so gratifying to know that it's working. It's working extremely well. And I want to thank you as well, Keith, for one, allowing me to, to be the student and thank you for being such an understanding and great mentor as well. Yeah. Well, Patient. It's a win-win win here and enough of the, the mutual admiration society. We've got one more podcast coming up after this as the grand finale, but please, please, please try and do some of these tips at least once a week and if possible, every day. If you want to know more, you can go to Ask Gadget Girl at Ask Gadget Girl on Twitter, or you can go to, to my Twitter feed at Keith Keller, K-E-I-T-H-K-E-L-L-E-R. So we'll talk to you again soon, and thanks so much for being part of this journey with us. Bye.